Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my good friends, Avery Zaretsky and Cody Frankel. The boys are on a heater. The vibes are super high. Rangers have won four games in a row on this Western Canada road trip. The game in Vancouver on Saturday night was unfucking real But before I go any further, boys, how you doing? Johnny, don't ever, don't ever do that again. I it's actually, I usually say Zaretsky. you first, right, Cody? I was like, that didn't sound natural. But also <laughs> punctuation. Um, I'm just, I love you, Aids. Um, what's up, fellas? We back, dude. The Rangers are popping right now, bro. dude. They're vibe, they buzzing. Bro. They're fucking vibe. Did you guys watch the game Saturday night? I missed the first period, but saw the second and third. No, I did not. I saw against the Canucks. I saw period one and three. Wait, Avery, you didn't watch? No, I was I was out. Uh, I was out on the town with the with the new coworkers. Kind of felt like I had to, you know, get out there. Well, you were tweeting in all caps. Yeah, you guys people do? are sending me updates and I'm seeing it on Twitter. Listen. What'd you guys, guys do? Ultimate confession. I don't watch every Ranger game. Got me. You're a phony like that, though. Got you're me. tweeting all caps. You're not even watching. No, I, this is totally going to be a clip out. And I know Johnny's going to Dude, Johnny me. is such a little weasel yeah. because Johnny does this, right? He'll like press you. And then this week on like Tuesday, t- in, in, you know, by the time this episode comes out tomorrow night, he'll be like, he'll be sending pictures like at an outdoor bar and be like, and then he'll be tweeting about the fucking yeah, Rangers. If you and, ask, but I'm watching the game. <laughs> you're not watching the game. You're asking me for updates in your pocket. If you ask 15 year old Avery, do you watch all 82? Yeah. 25 year old Avery? No. But I, but I, but I'm still on my phone, like looking, like I, like I'm not like. No, watching. I, I wasn't. Ju- I wasn't judging. Yeah, no, you were judging. But Cody, when you're tweeting in all caps, Cody. I'm like, oh, he's watching. No, he, the game. he was. He was a little. Cody, ju- he was judging. judging a little. But but wait wait wait. I feel Let me ask like you guys I feel like I've been fooled a bit. The people who are listening don't really care though. But confession, uh, I don't watch every game. Okay, Newsflash. let me ask you guys something. Do you associate hardcore fans with how many games they watch? No, not at no. all. I think uh, I think it depends on. I honestly think it depends on like just like knowing who like wh- who and where the team is at, like who's on the team, like where the team's at specifically. But like, if you're as long as you're staying up with it, you you can't really be judged based on like your fandom. I mean, listen, I think People I think busy. as you get older, you kind of start to learn that the players. It's not that they don't necessarily care like as much as we do, but at the same time, it's like it, it your your perspective on hockey changes a little bit. Like when you're younger, like it's yeah. all you really care about, and you know you have so much more time to care about it. But as you get older, you get a job and stuff. Like it becomes harder to sit down every night and watch a game, especially on this West Coast trip. Like this is yeah. a fair excuse with these late games. If you can't watch them and you're still staying up to date on like the scores and whatnot, it's fine. You. I'm not giving anybody crap about that. Yeah, I, I said it last week. I fell asleep in the third period during the Kraken game. Yeah, I and I actually think I did give you crap for that. So. Yeah, you did. I watched. I watched <laughs> the whole Kraken game. I fell asleep during the Oilers game because we had a nice lead. Because okay, first and foremost, am I crazy or was that game supposed to start at nine o'clock? Because I swear it started at like nine fifty. It was a delay. I, dude, uh, what the, the hell? Oilers game? Yeah, there yeah, was a delay. yeah. It was supposed to start at nine. 
oh my god dude i was like feeding griffin and then all of a sudden i was like this game isn't started yet and so i fell asleep during that game um <laughs> canucks game i watched are we all just like Crack- confessing right now <laughs> yeah yeah cracking game cracking game that was 10 o'clock game right yeah, yeah. that game i watched a period and then <laughs> the flames game i watched the whole game avery just said it but literally no one listening right now gives a fuck <laughs> but you know what else how many games do you think you watch in a season on average? Are you asking me personally? Yeah, both of you. Yeah. I would say I watch at least 66 of 82. That Yeah, 66, I was going to say in the 60 range for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That number will probably keep going down. Not uh, 60. I'm, I'm probably, well, I can't really speak to this. Actually, I've been great this year. I've watched, how many games have we played? Eight? Yeah. I've watched I've watched six and a half out of eight. Well, games. now you have like dude. a kid. Now you have a kid, so yeah. like you're not going out as much anymore. So that kind of makes yeah, dude. But I'm on a cycle. I'm on a life cycle, and when I could sleep, I need to sleep, bro. So I was up from two, a big brunch guy. Cody's a big brunch I'm guy, and the Rangers haven't had an afternoon game yet. They will soon. Isn't there a four o'clock game coming up against um, Ottawa? No, or Detroit? I think the Rangers have the Rangers have two TNT Detroit games coming up. Uh, I think home and home. And one of them's a four o'clock. The Rangers' first afternoon game is Friday, November twenty fourth at one Whoa. p.m. And then they play actually that next day, Saturday at one p.m. as well. So it's back to back, one p.m. Yo, game. what just ha- What's going on? You're the what? you're the only one with bad connection, I think, brother. Yeah, your connection sucks. Yo, you guys both just I was good and I was talking. <laughs> you guys both just started spinning. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's got to be a you problem, uh, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a- actually, it probably is a me problem because the weather here is fucking terrible in my youtube tv like watching that jets giants game subtle brag uh suck it avery um subtle brag like it was the worst football game i've ever was, watched doesn't matter doesn't matter bro no yeah it was it was it was honestly business oh no, wins a, a win um, that was that was really tough as a giants fan dude, to watch but it, you know the last the last 24 seconds of the game into overtime was better than the entire first 59 minutes and 36 seconds um but yeah, the YouTube TV was like bugging out because of the weather and just like was fucked. So yeah, no, I did see that a lot of people are having YouTube TV problems. Um, I'm not a big fan of the whole streaming process. I think it's ruined MSG. I think it's ruined uh, football. But at the same time, what are you gonna do? That's the new wave. But let's get into some Rangers hockey. I'm, I'm sure people, I'm sure people have skipped ahead to this part. So if you have. You're in good. You're in good luck because we're going to talk about the Rangers. They're playing great. We we mentioned it before, but on all cylinders, man. Goaltending, defense, scoring. They're they're doing everything right, and it feels good, especially when those analytical charts come out and we're not in the red. It's it's nice to see, and 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 I think that the main difference this year is that Peter Laviolette is a great mix between a player's coach and a, an actual coach, whereas Gallant was a very player coach centric guy. So I think, I think they actually have a system this year and, and you can see it in every game. It's exciting to watch and uh, I'm excited for the, for the future for this team. I want to ask you guys a question because I kind of tweeted about it this morning. Is it time to put the no quit in New York to bed for the rest? Uh, you know what? I, I think that, and I'll let Cody, we'll let Cody speak too, but I think that the no quit in New York thing, um, I know I was only saying that because I was just talking a lot, but the no quit in New York thing is cool 
And if they want to keep running with it, sure. Uh, <laughs> but it's that. Cody just ran and put on his no quit New York hat. Yeah, that's why I'm I think it's cool. And if they want to keep running with it, sure. But at the same time, it's like the only time that it really sucks is when we lose and the team just uses it against us. Cody? Yeah. Um but but then when we but then when we have a sick come from behind win or play really well, everybody just starts tweeting. This team has no quit. This team has no quit. So it's it's kind of like uh But last night like wasn't bit. a no quit. Like people were doing it last night against Vancouver and it wasn't it wasn't like the same kind of vibe at all. My only thing with yeah. no quit in New York is I associate it way too much with that team two years ago. Well, that's what I was gonna say too, because that team had essentially no business being as far as they until were. they quit, right? <laughs> but but that's where it all stemmed from. Like they were the underdog every single step of the way. That's why there was like the no quit New York mentality. Yeah. But they're not underdogs anymore, so it doesn't really yeah make sense. Like to me, you know, I said Ben don't break, right? Because the expectation under Laviolette now is to go out and perform and compete for sixty minutes. And there's going to be moments where you look weak and moments where the other team takes over, which they did last night in the third period when, you know, Foxy turns that puck over, Tyler Myers scores in the two-on-one shorthanded, and then Vancouver dominated for like the next three minutes. But the Rangers, you know, draw a penalty. It was too many men on Vancouver. Their power play steps up again. The power play has scored in every single game besides the game, I believe, against the Kraken. I think that's the only game they didn't score in. Um, but right now the Rangers power play is second in the league at 34.5%. And that's a huge thing too is that, the power play continued after yeah, going over for 22 in the preseason. Yeah. Pathetic. Um, yeah. And let's throw preseason out the window. Yeah. I don't think they yeah. put a power play goal in the preseason. Over 22. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Also, um, it was nice to get a call our way for once. I was going to um, ask that next. Yeah. I mean, it, it, listen, it was clearly a trip, but I think I don't the know. End of the day, miss, miss call. Okay. I mean, even if it wasn't like miss calls happen, I think it was, I think it was close enough where they were just like games over. Well, they also didn't call the one on Trocheck like two minutes before that. Like there was a blatant trip in the neutral zone that Trocheck got clipped and they let it go. So, yeah. well, Pat McAfee I mean, made a great point last week or whenever it was, he was talking about how hockey's the only sport where refs actually give makeup calls and they, if they know that they miss one, they're not, they're going to give an, another one to another team. So, I mean, who knows? But at the same time, People complain like it happens to us. It happens. To, it's a it's an imperfect game in terms of how it can be officiated. It's so fast. You just can't you can micromanage it on the film. It's the same thing like in football. If a quarterback is like dinking and dunking and you're like, why are they throwing it so short? Why are they throwing it so short? It's like, well, yeah, you can see it on the TV, but on the field, the quarterback, that might look a lot longer than it is to us that are actually watching on the TV. So it's easy to say things when you're watching it at home, but. On the ice. It is so funny though how different the narrative would be if like, you know, they call it a trip or whatever, and the, and the Canucks score, and it's like, yeah, fuck, fucking ref, fuck, no, like, no glasses, yeah, like it's just how it goes, um, and that's Gee. why what what no 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 finish what you were no, saying, no, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. oh I was just gonna say, do you know who the leading GAA in in the NHL is right now? Jonathan Quick, Jonathan Quick, zero point four one, beast. Yep. Stud, aka preseason means nothing. Um, all right, so I have a question for you guys. So, eight games in, who is your to date superstar, rising star, mm. underrated star, mm. and gotta do better, bro? Wow, okay. I mean, superstar is clear, yeah. Brad and Aaron, we all yeah. agree. Clear. All right, 
easy. Remember, remember when you said you wanted to trade him, Johnny? That was cool. When um, did I all say right, that? next. You said you're not attached to him and you'd kill him, aka oh, in the in the fuck Mary or the uh, passion yeah. We'll never forget that. Yeah, this pod will never forget. It's on that. video it was, too. It was over Mika and Kreider, right? Yeah, yeah. Just loyalty wise, you know. You're gonna run. The, you're okay. gonna want to run not, that one back. You don't. You don't want to double down or anything, not, right? Not now? player wise. Um, okay. okay. What was the next one? It was rising. A rising star. Does Keandre still count or no? Absolutely. I mean, obviously, he scores that, you know, overtime winner last night, but I think he has, like, five points so far in eight games. Like, guys producing, uh, not getting a lot of power play looks. And, uh, you know, I think he's taken a step every single year. He continues to progress. Like, last year, doubled his points total, you know, went from 20 to 43. And this year, doing it again, comes up clutching overtime. And, you know, I think he's had some games where he hasn't been as strong. Uh, which game was it where he was he was pretty bad, actually? I think, I think it was the first game on the road trip or the second game on the road trip. I didn't think he was very good. Um, but Keandre to me, I think he's always the rising star until he gets the uh, recognition around the league that he deserves. Okay. Underrated star. Well, you guys going to give an answer for rising star? No, I mean, it's, it's so tough, right? Because rising, you always want to think about like rookie wise, but. Well, we only got one. So. Yeah. No, no. I was going to say like, I guess you can say. Or laugh. Maybe would laugh. Count? Yeah, no, that's, that's who I was thinking, but I also. This is going to sound crazy, but I also have loved Nick Benino's game. I It's tough to say rising because he's an older guy, but I've loved this game. Yeah. He's great on the penalty kill. Obviously, his offensive upside isn't there, but we, we, are, we aren't asking that from him. Like, he's he's just doing what he needs yeah. to do out there. I like his game. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Cody? That's solid. Yeah, I no, I actually I actually agree with you, Johnny. I was thinking uh, Key as well. I think he's, you know, I love the guy. Um, I want him to be a Ranger for life. I think he's awesome. And um, all right. So how about underrated star? Jacob Truba. I'm going to start. Oh, sorry. Jacob. Ooh, okay. I was going to say Truba, you have not heard his name on either side of the good and bad this year, which is a great thing for a defenseman, in my opinion. Like, listen, the contract situation isn't the greatest thing in the world, but at the end of the day, he's our captain and he's playing great. He's playing sound defense. There has been, hasn't been any complaints. I hope I'm not jinxing, jinxing him, but we will see. I love the way Jacob Truba's playing hockey right now. I love it. I, I'm going to go with somebody that probably Johnny won't say either. Um, I'm going to go with Filipino. I was actually there too. I had. <laughs> well, my 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 stat lines and, and knowledge drop is more important. So he has six apples in eight games, zero goals. You know the goals are going to come. He has a six shot. He's you know he had 22 goals, 23 goals last year. Um, I think he's played a really really sound and you know some tough hockey. Um, he, he's doing better at draws as well. And, uh, you know, I think he's, he's really fitting nicely in his line. And I think that, um, the goals are going to come. And I, I have been very, very impressed with his game so far in the first eight games. All right. Well, since you said Hedo, I'll go with my second one, which is a guy that got a lot of criticism. No, no, what? no. A guy who got a lot of criticism for his defensive play. And leads the fucking team in plus minus at plus six. And that's Eric Gustafson, the motherfucking Gus Bus. Four points in eight games, two goals, two assists. He's looked great, I think, early on. And he's, you know, an unbelievable offseason signing. And I think he's got, he's actually, I wouldn't say he's so underrated though, because he is getting a lot of praise. Um, and I think a lot of fans and, you know, obviously uh, the broadcast team has recognized his strong play. But mm-hmm. Eric Gustafson, mm-hmm. I mean, what a signing. He's like third us, pair, baby. like running the second unit. Um, I love, I, yeah. Great. Right. Great. 
And the fact yeah. that he's leading the team right now in plus minus, and I know it's not the most important stat, but it just goes to show, like, you know, maybe he isn't that weak defensively. That was his biggest, you know, critique coming into the season. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I think, like, and the Heedle pick, too, is so great because, you know, he, he was on the third line for, for his career, and then he takes this huge jump this year, and he's obviously with Panarin, who's a superstar, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's a big career move to go from third line to second line, getting those top six minutes and he's, he's performing so well. So it's great. Okay. And now lastly, got to do better, bro. Besides Blake Wheeler. I think we're all going to have the same answer on this one. Uh, actually, are, maybe are, not, maybe not. Maybe are, we, not. are we all going to say Kako? No. Are we all going to say Schneider? Nope. Okay, then who I'm are trying we to say? think. I mean, Wheeler is the obvious one, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you going to say Cooley? You're glitching out, Code. But um, are you are you going to say Cooley? No, I'm just going to say it. It's uh, Barclay Goudreau, oh, okay. man. Guy's making three and a half oh, okay. sheets. And um, listen, I, I I don't really know where the team's expectations are for him. And at the end of the day, I want everybody to play great, but it's just not. It's not where we need it to be, especially for for what he's making right now. And I hate to be the micromanaging guy. It's really early in the season, but you did bring this up, so I, I got to give you an answer. And it's it's Barkley Goudreau. He's just got to got to play better, and I think he will. I do. Um, is it? So okay, this this is like a a trick answer because without him, we don't play that well. But I'm gonna say Ryan Lingren. I don't think he's played as good as he can. Um, you know, he he's seven games, zero points, minus two. Um, you know, and and he's definitely had some stretches of you know his toughness. He's blocking shots. He's limping out of the way three times a game. But um, you know, I think there's another level of his game that he that we know he can play, and and he he hasn't gotten there yet. It's still obviously early in the season, but he'd actually be my guy who I think he needs to step it up a little bit. Yeah, that's a bold one, and I think um, I think it's going to be unpopular with a lot of people, but I I, I, I agree with you. I do think that uh, he can give a lot more. And I'll say Kako, uh, just because of the preseason he had, I thought he was insanely confident. Johnny, seventy points? Huh? I didn't say seventy. Sixty. But he's got two in eight games and only has 11 shots on goal. Like, what are we doing here? You know, he's on the first line. He's getting the opportunity. I know Mika hasn't been able to score. He got his first goal last night against Vancouver. But, like, hmm. you know, there's there's no excuses for lack of production anymore, right? Like, the chances are there. Um, so, Johnny, so you, you've you been a big advocate for Kako and, you know, have really – hoped and you know that he that he's going to get there this year right so how many more games do you give this guy would you say I, I know they started to tinker a little bit but keeping him on line one um you know how many more games would you kind of give that before you, well, you start to because you don't want to mess up a good thing right the rangers yeah. are grooving right now like you know, Mika's producing, right? Kreider's producing. Kako happens to be the one not producing. So you don't really want to mess up a good thing. But at the same time, if you have other guys who are running with the opportunity and, and producing more, like they do deserve a look. So I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, but Mika and Kreider are producing mostly on the power play. True. Um, which, which is most of the time when Kreider produces. So Yeah, but... My thing is, like, who are you putting on that line instead of Kako right now? You're not going to bump Lafreniere up. Like, that line's been incredible, 72, 10, and, and 13. Like, who, who are you putting there? Like, is it Wheeler? Patrick Kane. 
No, but I mean, I mean, you know, that that's a that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, but could give Wheeler a look. But could right now, yeah, who are you really moving? You know, I, think, I mean, you could give Wheeler a look. Yeah, I don't know. I said that last episode, and I think you know people didn't love that take, and that's fine. Like, it was you know more so hypothetical. If you want to get Wheeler going, like you got to put him up with the big boys, maybe for a game or two, just to you know get his confidence up a little bit. But yeah, I, I don't know who you're putting there instead of Kako. I think that line's been fine. I think they could be better. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know who you're replacing Kako with on the first line right now. I'll tell you what, if yeah. the team play keeps playing on this trajectory, Patrick Kane will be in New York, hundred percent. Yeah, thousand percent. Thousand. I agree. Wait, I have I have two more things I want to talk about real quick. Okay. Uh, number one is alternate jerseys leaked. What do you guys think oh, about them? Oh, good question. I think I think that's one of the fan questions. But yeah, we can talk about it now. Avery, oh no, no I, had- I I tweeted about it, but I, I love them. I think that I think that what people expect and want is a lot of the old retro stuff and they did that with the reverse retros but at the same time like they're not going to do exact replicas i don't know if it's because of rights issues or whatnot but it was very different back then when they were making jerseys i don't know exactly what it is but i actually it's funny i was in the delta club uh i forget after what game one time but i was wearing a brian leach liberty jersey and Neil Smith was in the club and he came up to me and was like, he was like, love the Jersey. It's such a timeless classic. He's like talking to me. And then he's like, I actually helped design this Jersey. It was like a special thing. And we were talking about it. Mm. And um, he, he just kind of made it seem like that, that they might just never go back to it because of like a rights thing. But at the end of the day, we're talking about the new ones. I think they're great because they're simple. They're not too flashy. They didn't try too hard to make it like, like the stadium series ones, the Yankees ones were horrible. Like they just didn't look good. The lettering didn't look good. I didn't hate those. Oh no! Do you think? Do you think they're gonna do new jerseys for this year's stadium series too? In addition, I don't know. I don't know what this is gonna be. This could just be the stadium series jersey. They haven't really, obviously, haven't announced it. But at the end of the day, when you look at jerseys without the full uniform you're going to be objective to it because it just doesn't look right. But once you see the Rangers in the mm. full uniform with the Navy helmets, the Navy socks, like it's going to look sick. I I liked it. I personally liked it. Um, I, I didn't mind that they had the Ranger logo on the front. I, I kind of like that. And I love the side patch of the, you know, the streak. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I hope they drop some like merch, um, you know, how they did with the, um, reverse retro and like all that stuff so i hope they do drop some cool merch um but yeah i'm I'm curious if they're gonna if they're gonna proceed with the stadium series like that or they're gonna you know drop either new or vintage look so i didn't love them i, I know you tweeted it we know i didn't tweet we, i didn't tweet it i didn't tweet anything about it but you, they no, just maybe, remind maybe me a lot of, mind, you're just tweeting 24 7 i do tweet a lot but they remind me a lot of those like dallas <laughs> stars jerseys like those neon one the black oh like no 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 they don't that was that was the kind of vibe i was getting from them but they're not flashy wow, at dude. all they're wow little, bro. you don't think they're flashy at all no the navy's such a dull color and yeah they got the little stripes but the it's sleeve not, yeah this the sleeve is what makes it like poppy and flashy fine i think i think i, I, think, I think everybody's over analyzing it i think it's it's perfect and I also think, well, I sorry, it's not perfect, but it's good. And I also, when was the last time the Rangers had the full logo, the full crest on the front of their jersey? You know, it's been a while. It's actually, I don't think it's, it's, yeah, I don't think it's been since the 80s or 70s. Also, yeah. Also, boys, it would be really funny if like this was just a bit and the, and some fan designed those and they're like totally not real because I feel like normally when jerseys leak, 
the company does or, or the team does damage control immediately and like announces it pretty soon. There's been no, like no analysts, no, like nobody's really tweeted being like, Oh yeah, these are the new Rangers leak jerseys. And I feel like normally when jerseys leak, yeah. you have analysts, you have people confirming it. Yeah. yeah. That happened yeah, with, so it's um, a little, that happened with the yeah, retros. So it's a little, exactly. So it's a little sketchy to me still. I'm not, completely sold that that's actually anything but i think that would be hilarious if somebody just like trolled everybody i also think the rangers just have like such a good color scheme like to go away from it kind of that's why that's why i don't love it i think i love the uh the city field ones those were sick i, I didn't um, love those either Buffalo. i didn't love those either those yeah I oh dude those. i love those i love those oh you're crazy the best the you're best one by crazy. the best one by far was winter classic 2012 yeah, those ones I love. That cream, yeah. that cream color, yeah, those were sick. Insane. I actually liked Johnny. Um, also, just doesn't like your hoodie, Cody. So he's just being mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't he, like the hoodie. All right, let's he's, do fan questions. He's a jerk. I think we're yeah. good. Okay. Last thing I'll say is I actually kind of liked the Sabers, um, like ours against the Sabers more than I did the cream. Really? Yeah. I like twenty. I love. I was like obsessed with the twenty eighteen. All right. Yeah, they're Fair good. They I did. Good. I did like the ones that, that the alternates they used to had that said like New York, mm-hmm. right? All right, let's. Oh, the heritage one. That was the ninety. Are you wearing a, are you wearing a wristband right now? No. Oh, oh, I thought he was wearing like a like a red, white, and blue like like a workout Dude, wristband. Just <laughs> Avery Uh-oh. just rocking it. Yeah, like Rex Quando. Uh, all right, so let's go to the first question from Jamie Tatis. What's been the best surprise so far this season? Um. Probably Gus Bus, right? I would say or quick. quick. Yeah, Cork quick. First two games has to be, right? Yeah. Nah, the second line for me. Oh, that's yeah, that's a good one. The second line. They've like, been so good. You didn't you didn't think Panar- a line with Panarin would be sick? No, I mean you hope so many sick, different but... com- they've tried so many different combos with him. Yeah, that's and fair. he's that's always fair. put up the points, but having Keto and Lafreniere start the way they've started, I, I think that's by yeah. far been awesome. The best part. Well, yeah. I, I guess to that point, Jamie had a follow up and said, "Is Lafreniere start to the season proof that bullying works?" Yes, <laughs> with like two, two laughing emojis. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I love Laf. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I'm so Honestly, happy I don't have to burn my jersey. Well, like DZ had uh, some good points, Avery, in the last episode, just talking about like the outside noise and dealing with the media and all that stuff and how it can get to you. And you know, Laf made it clear like in the um, training camp that he heard the narrative around him. And um, it's great to see that it hasn't affected him or his play on the ice. And like, he hasn't denied anything or like taken anything defensively. He's just kind of going about his way and playing his game. And you see it now, the confidence is starting to come game in game out. And I just thought hearing from Delzato last week was such a unique perspective of a young guy who came to New York with a lot of expectation and performed really well or earlier in his career. And then, you know, when things started to go bad, it just like kind of, you know, affected him mentally and you know the fact that Lafreniere has not had that strong start the opposite of Delzato and is now you know pushing through and and starting to find his game a little bit is uh you know a very encouraging sign I would say just from what we heard last week yep cool um this one from oh this is the jersey one uh Brandman 7694 I'll just read what he said anyway what do you think of the new jerseys they leaked personally I'm not a fan I agree with you Brandman not a fan either but I wish that Johnny's burner I wish he said why uh rami lavi are we good yeah, yeah we are and and the chemistry is chef's kiss right now yeah absolutely chemistry is chef's kiss great point cody i also just think like you go on a western conference 
road trip and you're one game away from sweeping it. They're 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 legit, man. Well, this is also exactly when the Devils got hot last year. The Devils like swept their West Coast road trip, and that's when all the hype became around them. So yep. now mm-hmm. I think the same thing's happening with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it obviously is coaching, but again, like the power play has been so big for this team. It, it's the difference in the Vancouver game. It's the difference in most games. Like they just feed off that power play. And now that Mika scored a goal too, like they're only going to get rolling now, right? It like has to. having Mika get one. Dude, it's, power play merchants weird. win Stanley Cups. Like you, you have to be good on the power play. Why wouldn't? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to be good on it? It's the best advantage you have in hockey. It's all right. They need to be. They need to be good at it to win. I agree. Uh, Mike D ninety two. Who's your MVP of the West Coast trip? Oh, that's a good one. Who's our MVP of the West Coast trip? Yes. <laughs> yeah, why are you being mm. mad? He's still thinking. That's why. Um, Hold on. That's a good that's a really good question. I might go Heedle. No. He's been good. Um I know he hasn't scored, but he's has he had a point in every game? I think so, right? Yo, I'm gonna go Foxy. I thought he's been great. I was gonna go Foxy, yeah, dude. I think he's been really, really good. Well, he had a really strong down. recovery last night after that turnover that he had. Yeah, what, and what is he, he, has, has, uh, he has two power play goals on this trip, too. He th- yeah, two, two, two. Yep. Last night. He, he, and... opened, the, he opened the scoring in the first uh, – and, and the two, he opened the scoring two games ago, Calgary? and then he scored last Calgary, night. Calgary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Foxy has been good. Last night was huge, too, to, to bounce back after that turnover and the shorthanded goal. Yep. Um, what do you guys think of that? I don't know if you saw that tweet. Everyone's talking about the – the uh, the French toast line, the second line, that's what the, the name is. I see all over Twitter. I think like Ryan Mead and like those guys started it. But I tweeted the the Panarin to Fox goal. Cody will yeah, obviously I think laugh, but Avery might not get it. Like the Hollabred connection. Dude, I'm Jewish. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you actually? Yes. No. No, you're not. Yes. What kind of revelation is this? You guys know me. How Are long. you? Yes. You're Jewish. Yes. I did not know Bro. that. Are you fucking with that full? No, yeah. You want me to start? No, no, wait, no. Sorry. Not full. No, no, no. Who's Jewish? Your mom or your dad? They're both Jewish, but I didn't have a bar mitzvah, so I'm not like. Doesn't mean you're not Jewish. You're, no, still, that, Jewish. you're still full, you yeah. stupid fuck. I thought like if you have a bar mitzvah, you, that makes you like a man. I, well, yeah. Technically, yeah. I guess. <laughs> a, meta, a metaphorical yeah, man. Just show you how good, of a, how good of a metaphor. member of the tribe I am. But yes, I, that I am part Jewish. That part you have to leave in that episode, Johnny. That's, that's Stan. All right. Let's wow, go. Abe. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, we had no, idea. To, had no idea. We had no idea, dude. I thought you were like just like. Italian. Like Bulgarian. That's so sick that I, I come off that way, though. But no, I'm yeah. Jewish. Wait, Italian? I'm part Italian, Johnny. What does that have anything to do with fucking being Jewish? You're not part Italian, are you? Yeah, You're like 10%. the least Italian person I've ever seen in my life. This is so <laughs> sick that you guys are just finding out that I'm Jewish. All right, can we can, can we go to the next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, Avery might not get the challah bread reference. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was good. That was good. That That's was my good. B, my B. All right, it's Jack also Knife challah, 80- dude. Huh? You dummy. Yeah, my bad, Avery. I didn't mean that. Uh, Jackknife82, agree or disagree, Kako is physical but would have a lot more goals if he played angry or aggressive. Assertive, excuse me. Yo, sorry. We, you're going to have to re-ask this question, but we should change our name to the Blue Jews. <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the Jew crew. <laughs> oh, man, I'm dead. The Blue Jews. Oh, okay. 
All right, I'll I'll re-ask. Agree or disagree, Kako is physical, but would have a lot more goals if he played angry, assertive. Yeah, I I think he just needs a more dominant presence. Um, He doesn't play angry at all. No, no, he needs to... It's funny. I almost feel like him and Loff switch roles a little bit where Loff was really easy to like knock off the puck and, you know, Kako was playing those crazy like grind it shifts, staying in, bodying people, and it's almost switched a little bit. I mean, I, I think Kako just needs to kind of get back to his game and, and play, yeah, play Matt. I don't think he's playing poorly. He's no, just not, no. He's just he's not just... standing out as much as he could be. Yeah. Yeah, I think if he goes in the corners a little bit harder and starts playing that a little bit more aggressive game, I think we'll, we'll see the points start to come again. But at the end of the day, I, I still don't have any real true worry about Kako. But like I said, it's the 10-game test. We're still we're still not there yet. We're close, but we're not there yet. And Jackknife82 had a follow-up for Avery. Would Wit, Pasha, and Grinnell accept me jumping in the Hudson for you? I probably, probably not. I, I still got, <laughs> I still got to figure that thing out, man. They're so annoying. Is that ever gonna die? That joke, like, no, it's yeah. never gonna die. And I yeah. can't believe Wit like actually tweeted about it. And I, I actually, well, he responded to Pasha's response to mine, and then I was like, well, all right, here's here's what happened, right? We made the bet. And Pasha does not live in, in New York. And he obviously has to be there to do it. A lot of things happened. He never came back. And the only time he came back was, of course, the week I moved to Miami. So now I'm down here. I'm not going to fly back on my own dime and jump in the Hudson River. Like, if I come back <laughs> and Pasha's back in New York, Charged. sure. But I'm not going to move my life for it. I, I Listen, I'm, I'm a man of my word. I'll do the bet, but it has to line up. Like, I'm not just going to go out of my way. Like, I have a new job. Like, I got stuff going on. I, But I, w- I will do it eventually. Sucks. Your top priority is not to jump in the Hudson. You I, might, I, you I, might I, grow yeah. a third leg, dude. Yeah. But, I, right, but maybe, I, it, then, a bet, maybe then you'll have a bar mitzvah. That's a bet. Right. That's a bet. I got to do it. Yeah. Be a man of your word. Yeah, All right. Next course. one. Sammy Hockey 36. Should if, we? What? Yeah. If, if he had his bar mitzvah, he would be in a man. Or he just can't get over the fact you're <laughs> All right, Sammy Hockey 36. Should Wheeler be scratched, move easy to the third line, and put Pitlick in the four, at the fourth? No, no. It's been eight games. Give give Wheeler 25 games as a Ranger. He's got a, you know, I know Avery has his 10-game rule. That's fine for recurring Rangers, for somebody who just comes to a new team, who's a veteran, who's been a dominant force in this league for a really long time. Give him 25 games. At 25 games, if this guy has two points, then we can talk, but... Um, you know, I do suspect that he'll find his game sooner or later. I think he just kind of needs to get it going, right? Like once you light the lamp or once you have a nice assist that, you know, the person scores, like I think things will kind of start to click there. It might just be, it's not even jitters. I think he just, he needs to play a little bit better. And, you know, at the same time, he was 800 grand. So who cares? We're winning. Avery, any thought or no? No, I think Cody said that perfectly. Yeah, I don't think they're going to scratch Wheeler at any point. It's it's not like it's a make or break decision to scratch him, right? Like, for who? Yeah, for v, for Pitlick? VZ. They put VZ at the third line and put Pitlick in the lineup in the fourth line. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it could just be a we're waiting for Othman type thing. Like Othman could pop in in you know January. It all really depends on how the team's going. Or they're waiting for Connor McDavid. Stop! Stop! Shit. I would do. I like. I told you. Do you believe those rumors? By the way. I do. Um, no, I actually do. Um, 
Weird though, again, weird though that nobody else tweeted it besides that. It was like a breaking nine one one Edmonton account yeah, or something. Yeah, right? that's something you don't. That's something you don't. You do not fuck with unless it's like one hundred and ten percent true. All right, I'm yeah. gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say that I do have a source that does no nothing to do with the Rangers, but my source does know McDavid and. He's not happy in Edmonton. He is not happy there. Do you want us to like clip that or something? No, I don't clip that. But but you can leave it in the show. Okay. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. McDavid definitely right. gonna McDavid is is not gonna be an oiler after his contract. Even before gonna, we're, when's we're that, when's like, that end though? Huh? Doesn't he have two doesn't he have two more years? Way more. I think he's oh. up in he's up in twenty twenty six. Wait, yeah, that's two years. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, Johnny. I thought he had way more than that. I thought uh, it was like four. Did you watch Puck, bro? I thought it was four years. All right, what else? Do we got? No, I think it's. I think it's two. I thought dry side it was two years. No, nah, McDavid's up in twenty six. I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure. Cody, are you fact checking right now? Yeah. Um, McDavid is. Yeah, Avery's right. Avery's right. Twenty six last season as an Oiler. Yep. When's dry side? Drysidle is his last season is twenty five. Oh next wow! Season. Yeah, wow. All right. Damn. So if the Oilers don't win, you know, by next year, they're probably going to blow it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think the stretch. All right. Um, next one from Jay McCabe one one eight. Not Rangers related, but does Dan Quinn, assuming he means David Quinn? Make it to the trade deadline as the Sharks head coach. The San Jose Sharks look terrible. I could see, you know, a football guy being a hockey <laughs> hockey coach. Dan Quinn's like a quarterback, right? Like a backup QB. No, no, he, he was the uh, he was the Falcons coach for a while. Oh, he was. He was the guy who the Patriots beat in the Super Bowl. Yeah, got it, got it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, David Quinn is probably going to be the first coach fired at the NHL He's this year. Cowboys now. I would think. Yeah. Um, the Sharks yeah. are like, what, 0-8-1 oh, and one or something like that? I don't know if they played that many games, actually. I mean, honestly, dude, that poor guy, bro, yeah. was given uh, – after the Rangers situation, Sharks gets are thrown out. And now he gets – and then he gets – he takes, like, the worst job in the league, and they trade everybody at the deadline. And now he's stuck with, like, an even worse team, like, no future mm. that – that poor man. Yeah. He left such a good job at BU also. Like he could have been there for life. Yeah. You know what was awesome though? And Delzato made a great point that like all these fucking these guys just get jobs that are already in the league and they don't even they don't really I mean, for some guys they look elsewhere, just college and whatnot, but at some point they gotta realize Quinn just not an NHL coach yet. But like Cody said, he hasn't been put into the best situations, you know. Yeah, yeah, but eventually, eventually, it's going to have to be like we got to kick him out of the cycle and try somebody new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, fair point. Yo, John, how many more do we have? Just one. Bang. Okay, cool. Everything okay? Griffin Sorry. crying? Yeah. No, I yeah, I just I I got to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, all right, last one. Uh, Stefan Gross. What are we going to do about the lack of five and five production with lines one, three, and four? We kind of just talked about this before. Yeah. Like, the team is winning hockey games. You don't have to change anything right now, but you know, obviously, the team loses like four or five in a row. That's a huge concern. And then you, you know, you flop Kako with maybe Wheeler. You kind of just try to figure out the balance of the lines. Obviously, they're not touching 
the French toast line or whatever we're calling it. Um, but yeah, I think it's all about mi- mixing and matching and you're going to leave Kreider and Mika together, right? They're not going to separate those two, right. I would think. Um, and then you just got to find the right combination between Wheeler, Trocheck, Cooley, maybe call up off and they get a spark. Like who knows? Um, I can't wait for his arrival. Yeah. I've been, I mean, you know, Johnny, I've been anticipating this arrival for three, like three since years. we started, since you came on Literally. the podcast, you've been talking about off. Like dude, the, he is, he has been like, I don't think I've, even when we got Loff and Kako, like I don't you think I've that. ever been at I, I literally don't think I've been as excited of, for a prospect as I have for Hoffman. I think he's going to be unreal as a Ranger. And to be fair, so. Cody did say that like two years ago. I hope so. Avery, you were going to say something? No, I said I just I, I hope that Hoffman is that good. Yeah. So now we want to talk about something that's obviously just a little bit hard to discuss. If you don't know by now, um, you know you can read about it, check the news. We're not going to talk about it in full detail because it's like a very disturbing image and, and whatnot, but um, Avery actually brought it to our attention last night about Adam Johnson out of the Nottingham Panthers organization in the EIHL. Um, was a part of a freak accident in the middle of their game, took a skate Terrible. to the throat, and um, unfortunately passed away not too long after the incident happened. Um, they stopped the game. You know, obviously, people evacuated the arena. Both teams went to the locker room, and I think everyone was just kind of checking social media to get as many updates as they can last night, trying to figure out if he had made it through. And the news dropped early Sunday morning that, unfortunately, he did pass away. Johnson had a little bit of time in the NHL with the Pittsburgh Penguins, um, spent some time in the LA Kings organization, played his college hockey at Minnesota Duluth. And, um, you know, I think not even as hockey fans, hockey players, whatever you want to call us as human beings, I don't want to speak for you guys, but I can say from my end that that i just i i have chills running through my body and i've tried to you know come to thoughts or terms about it you know all day today i, I have some buddies who played in the ushl with him one of my best mm-hmm. friends max calter played with him in the ushl and max calter's really good friend um who i won't name actually was on the other team last night and they spoke this morning i spoke to max and you know everyone's just like very shooken up obviously and 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 the tough thing like this too and and sorry if i'm ranting but you're good um you know i think in situations like this when there's such sad news and negativity and obviously matthew perry passed away as well last night which is super sad one of the things you want to do is go play hockey to take your mind off stuff right and i think that's the hardest thing in the situation is like that's where this guy pass away it's like you're, you're doing what you love and you're doing what distracts you from everything else and you go out for a shift and 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 everyone says you never take a shift for granted but like holy shit man has it ever hit you more yeah. than than hearing about this news like never take a shift for granted i, I like i, I Crazy. you know i i literally have been as a player like fuck man like i'm like joking around on the bench and then you know i go out and fucking like the i'm sorry i'm like hearing right now the 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 hardest thing for me to fathom is like, and I haven't watched the video and I won't watch the video, but knowing that he like felt what happened and like tried to skate yeah. off like in his own power and like knew what was happening. Like I can't, I can't put myself in that situation. Like I, 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 I can't get my mind to that place. I just, it's, it's so fucking sad. I, and I can't help but think of his, his family, his friends, the people at the game, like, Everyone involved, anyone who's ever known him, it's it's just hockey to me. Like we all love hockey, right? Like it's our it's our. And I wasn't expecting to cry, and I didn't think I'd cry, but 
just the you best. wear your emotions on your sleeve, no, big guys. You know, it's just like Cody. You're a father now. Like that's yeah. You know, like yeah. It's, no, it's terrible. Parents are it's, watching it's his horrible. their kid play. You know, like yeah. It's it's honestly a it's nightmare fuel. Yeah, it's it's cool. awful. I I, yeah. I honestly have no yeah. words for it. I just like yeah yeah. I mean, just you know, pray prayers out yeah. to to obviously him, his family, and you know his friends and loved ones and you know we, we again we don't want to really end on a sad yeah. note but it was definitely something that needed to you know be mentioned because um you know it's important hockey's a community and and uh you know like someone's pain is our pain right so it's so um you know well said and uh yeah i mean i i don't really have anything else yeah. to add i think you, you did yeah. it really nicely and yeah i guess i guess the last thing we will say is just you know hug your loved ones right and it's like the always when things like this happen it's all you can do and um you know just back to i guess obviously tough to transition out of but back to a rangers note they play tonight in winnipeg uh and then they're back at home on thursday against the hurricanes and um you know it's been a, a really fun and, and you know we don't want to end up on a sad note obviously it's been a really you know exciting week for rangers fans and they've been playing great and the vibes are super high just something that you have to talk about when these things happen um mm-hmm. and i don't know do you want to talk about matthew perry like obviously we're all pretty big friends fans but um you know, obviously that's a, a super sad loss as well, but, um, yeah. Do you guys have any final thoughts before I wrap it up? Uh, I take it away. No, no. I mean, I just, you know, on, um, on, on a good note, like Rangers are playing great. Like they just need to keep kicking ass and, and, you know, one game at a time and find their groove and let's, let's keep at it and hope this is the year. Right. So. Absolutely. All right, Cody, send it off. LFGR baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.